ayah number 23. Now an example from history is given. Alright? And this is the example of the people of Musa alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَقَدْ and certainly أَرْسَلْنَا We sent Musa, Musa alayhi salam بِآيَاتِنَا with our signs وَسُلْطَانٍ and an authority that was mubin, that was clear. We sent Musa alayhi salam with two things. آيَاتِنَا وَسُلْطَانٍ mubin. Ayat is a plural of ayah. Musa alayhi salam was sent equipped with verses as well as miracles. In Surah Al-Isra, ayah number 101, we learn, وَلَقَدْ آتَيْنَا مُوسَى تِسْعَ آيَاتٍ بَيِّنَاتٍ We gave Musa a.s. nine clear miracles, nine clear proofs he was sent with. And then in addition to that, Sultan Mubin, a clear authority. The word Sultan is used in many different ways. It means power, it means authority, it means proof, evidence. Musa a.s. was given Sultan that was Mubin. Mubin is that which is clear, meaning too evident, it's just too obvious, it's undeniable. And the word Mubin is also used for that which makes something clear. So Mubin is what is clear in itself, undeniable, and also it clarifies. So Musa salam was given Sultan Mubin. What does this mean? He was given such authority, such strength, such power, meaning such courage, that was evident. No ordinary person could address Fir'aun the way Musa salam did. No average person could go in the court of Fir'aun and challenge him. Say something that Fir'aun didn't like to hear. No person could do that. The courage of Musa salam was very evident. The courage of Musa salam, the sultan, the power, the strength that he was given it made his prophethood very clear. Because you see, Fir'aun was a very, very arrogant man. So arrogant that he had claimed to be God. And he had demanded that people worship him. Just imagine, who could contradict him? And this was a man who was wealthy. This was a man who was extremely powerful. Previously, he had the children of Bani Israel killed. Can you imagine? the kind of power he had over his people, that if he told them, go kill babies, they actually went and did that. I want you to think about the power of Fir'aun. Who could go and speak to Fir'aun? No ordinary person could do that. And then challenge him? Say something to Fir'aun that Fir'aun did not agree with? So Sultan Mubin, Musa a.s. was really given clear authority, clear courage. And that courage and authority and power, it clarified his truthfulness. Then Sultan also means proof. So Musa was given clear proofs. Meaning such proofs that clarified his truthfulness. And this is referring to the arguments, the evidences that Musa presented in the court of Fir'aun. And we have read these earlier in various parts of the Qur'an. So for example, in one surah, in one place we learn about how Musa salam went to Fir'aun and he told him that he was the messenger of Allah and Fir'aun asked, who is this Lord of yours? And Musa salam he explained who Allah is. In surah Taha, this is mentioned very beautifully. Each time Fir'aun asked him a question in order to divert the attention of people from the real message, Musa salam had a response.
Right? So this was Sultan Mubin. Some have said that Sultan Mubin refers to the staff in particular, the stick of Musa salam, which turned into a snake. So regardless of what exactly it is, it's evident Musa salam was sent equipped with proofs, evidences, miracles, strength, and courage. And he was sent ila Fir'auna, to Fir'aun. Who was Fir'aun? The king of ancient Egypt. And Fir'aun was his title. Wahaman and also Haman. Haman was the minister, the right hand of Fir'aun or his advisor. Waqarun, who was Qarun, the treasurer of Fir'aun. And we have learned the story of Qarun earlier in Surah Qasas. Remember that Qarun was actually from the Bani Israel. Right? He was not from the Egyptian people, he was from the Bani Israel. We learn in Surah Qasas ayah 76, إِنَّ قَارُونَ كَانَ مِن قَوْمِ مُوسَى that indeed Qarun was from the people of Musa salam, meaning from Bani Israel. فَبَغَى عَلَيْهِمْ But he turned against them. So he was the treasurer of Fir'aun. فَقَالُوا But they all said, when Musa salam came with ayat, with Sultan Mubin, what was the response of Fir'aun and his men? They said, Sahirun, Magician. Meaning Musa salam is a magician. Why did they call him a magician? Because of his miracles. And they said, Kathab, a great liar. Not just Kathib, but Kathab. You see, Kathib, a person who lies. But Kathab, someone who's known for lying, or someone who says serious lies, big lies, great lies, a big liar, a great liar. Why did they call him a liar? Because of his message. Musa salam was sent with a double mission. He was sent to rescue the Bani Israel. He was a prophet to the Bani Israel. But he was also sent as a prophet to Fir'aun and his people. And he presented the most clear proofs, convincing arguments. And he showed undeniable miracles. Yet the response from Fir'aun and his men was of denial and mockery, ridicule. فَلَمَّا so when جَاءَهُمْ He came to them بِالْحَقِّ with the truth مِنْ عِنْدِنَا from us. From who? From Allah. When he brought the truth to them from Allah, and from us, what does that show? This was a divine message. This was from Allah. And Allah calls it Al-Haq, the truth, undeniable, clear truth. What did Fir'aun and his men say? Qalu, they said, in their pride and zulm, they said, Uqtulu, kill. Abna'a, sons, meaning newborns, abna is the plural of the word ibn, of who? Alladina amanu, those who believed, ma'ahu with him, meaning in him. In who? In Musa alayhi salam. Any person who has believed in Musa alayhi salam, then kill their sons. Wastahyu, and you keep alive, meaning spare the lives of who? Nisa'ahum of their women. Keep the women alive and with regards to their sons, with regards to their boys, kill them. Wama. Allah says, Wama and not. Kaidul kafirin. The plot of the deniers, illa fi dalal, except in error. Why is it that Fir'aun and his men, Fir'aun, Haman, Qarun, they said that kill the children, the boys of those who have believed in Musa alayhi salam. Wasn't this something that was done before Musa alayhi salam was born? Yes. This is something that was done before Musa alayhi salam was born. And that was 
Some scholars have said an attempt to eliminate the race of Bani Israel. It was basically a genocide. It was an attempt to finish the Bani Israel. How? By killing their boys. Because if the boys are killed, women are alive, within a few generations, what's going to happen? No man is going to be there so that the lineage of the Bani Israel would continue. So this was an attempt to eradicate Bani Israel. But what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved the Bani Israel. However, we see that when Musa salam came as a prophet, Fir'aun, he revived this torture. This torture, this persecution that happened years before, over 40 years ago. Now what happened? This was revived again. But the reason was different this time. And what was it? The reason was to oppress those who had believed in Musa salam in particular. To oppress them, to persecute them, in order to make sure that they would give up their faith. And also to deter others from believing in Musa salam. So it was as if believing in Musa salam was a crime. It was a criminal offense. Such a criminal offense that meant that your children's life would be in danger. They would be killed. The punishment for this crime of believing in Musa salam was what? Murder. This was the punishment. And Fir'aun over here used extreme violence in order to deter people from believing. And you see, any child, whether he's your own child or the child of your enemy, a child is a child. Isn't it? Because children are innocent. I mean, you could argue that adults, okay, for their crimes, they're guilty and they should be treated in a certain way. Okay, that's understandable. However, children are children. They are innocent. But if such violence is being committed against children, even the life of children is not spared, what does this show? What does this show? That really the lives of Bani Israel, of those who believed, had no value in front of Fir'aun. You could say that Muslim blood was extremely cheap at that time. Extremely cheap. There was no respect whatsoever for Muslim life. You see, Musa was sent in order to reform the condition of Bani Israel. Wasn't it? We learn elsewhere in the Quran that Fir'aun had oppressed the Bani Israel. He had divided his nation and he was oppressing one group of his nation and that was the Bani Israel. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to show favor to them and save them. And this is the reason why He sent Musa But we see that when Musa came, the condition of the Bani Israel became, became what? Worse. Worse than before. And this is something that's mentioned elsewhere in the Quran also, in Surah Al-A'raf, ayah 129, that the Bani Israel, they said, قَالُوا أُذِينَا مِنْ قَبْلِ أَن تَأْتِيَنَا وَمِنْ بَعْدِ مَا جِئْتَنَا We were hurt, we were harmed before you came to us, and we are being harmed even after you have come to us. This is something that happened before you came, and this is something that's happening to us even after you have come. What does this teach us? That before the condition of a person is improved, is there any hardship? Is there any hardship? Definitely there is. What happens is that when we are expecting improvement or reformation, we are hoping that our condition will improve. We want everything to work according to how we want. We want everything to improve. But realize that before 
reform there is decline before success there is some failure before gain there is loss there is pain it's part of the process and this is why every time things go bad we should increase in our hope not that we begin to despair every time things go against our desires they get harder they get more difficult realize that inshallah success is near the harder it gets the tougher it gets that means that the journey is going to end very soon things are going to change very soon allah says over here wama kaydul kafirina illa fi dalal the plot of the deniers is not except in error fi dalal what does dalal mean dalal is when something is lost dalal is error misguidance right it's the opposite of huda what is huda guidance that you reach your destination and what is dalal that you don't reach your destination you get lost so fi dalal in error meaning that which does not reach its goal so firaun had this whole plot this terrible plot to deter people from believing but did his plot work did it really stop people from believing not at all in fact his own wife believed and as we see in the story over here a person from his close family he also believed this plot this plan it really didn't work he wanted to harm the deen of allah and he couldn't and this is a fact each time a person targets the religion of allah in order to harm the people of allah then he can never ever be successful this is a fact look at the life of any prophet look at the life of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam weren't there so many plots that the mushrikeen of makkah came up with to harm the muslims torture abuse persecution boycott name it anything they tried it but did any of it work no it didn't so wama kaydul kafirina illa fi dalal never ever get scared never get scared when we see that muslims are the target of oppression or abuse right we should not get scared yes it's frightening but realize that this is never ever going to extinguish the religion of allah like we learn in surah at-taubah that they try to extinguish the religion of allah how bi afwahihim right but can they do that they cannot with their mouths they try to extinguish the light of allah the deen of allah but they will never be successful wa qala fir'aunu and fir'aun said dharuni leave me all of you dharu dharu is from the root letters waw dhal ra wadara yadiru which is to leave something so dharu it's a plural word all of you leave me leave me as in let me don't stop me don't disagree with me don't prevent me leave me to aqtul musa aqtul i kill musa musa alayhi salam meaning let me kill musa don't prevent me don't disagree with me wal yad'u and he should call upon rabbahu his lord i want to kill musa and musa should call upon his god to protect him and why is it that firaun wanted to kill musa alayhi salam He said, "Inni akhafu." Indeed, I am afraid. Interesting. He claims to be God. Still, he is afraid. He says, "I am afraid." And you bedila dinakum that he will change your religion. I am worried that he is going to change your religion. 
As we learn elsewhere in the Quran, وَيَذْهَبَا بِطَرِيقَتِكُمُ الْمُثْلَى Right? That I'm afraid that Musa and Harun, both of these men, they're going to take away your exemplary lifestyle, your exemplary tradition, and your culture, and your civilization. They're going to destroy it. I'm afraid that he's going to change your religion. Or, or on that, yulhira, he will make apparent, meaning he will cause to spread, from the root letters, lahara. Lahara is to become visible, to become apparent, or to prevail, to become dominant. So he will spread, as in he will cause to appear, fil ardi in the land, al-fasad, corruption. I'm afraid that if I let Musa live, he is going to cause a lot of corruption in the land. What does this show? The statement of Fir'aun, it shows how desperate he was to get rid of Musa a.s. But it was as if something was stopping him, something was preventing him. Despite claiming to be God, he was asking his people for approval and permission. He's telling them, let me kill Musa, the Rooney. Let me kill Musa. It's as if he wanted their approval. He wanted their permission. Because there was something preventing him from taking this action. And what was that? You see, it was politically incorrect to kill Musa salam. How and why? The people of Fir'aun, the Qiptis, the Qipt, the Egyptians, they hated the Bani Israel. Fir'aun hated the Bani Israel. Alright, that hatred was there. And that hatred was so severe that they had killed the sons of Bani Israel before and they were killing them now. Now, wasn't Musa salam from the Bani Israel? Wasn't he from the Bani Israel? He was. So why was it so hard to kill Musa a.s.? Because Musa a.s. was different from the Bani Israel. In the sense that he was from the Bani Israel, but where was he raised? In the house of Fir'aun. Who had adopted Musa a.s. as his own son? Who? Fir'aun and his wife. You understand? Musa a.s. was raised in the house of Fir'aun. Even though they knew that he was an Israeli. So you see, the status of Musa was very unique. It was very different. And this is what did not allow Fir'aun to kill Musa Because it would be like killing your own son. Or killing one of your own. It just didn't make sense. It was just politically incorrect. So he couldn't take action against Musa You see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected his prophets? Even Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he was from which tribe? Which tribe? Of Quraysh. And from within the Quraysh also, which clan, which sub-tribe? Of Banu Hashim. He was the grandson of Abdul Muttalib. And who was Abdul Muttalib? A legend. In that tradition, he was a legend. He was one of their pioneers. He was the person who had rediscovered the well of Zamzam. Alright? He had rediscovered the well of Zamzam. Abdul Muttalib was no ordinary man. Banu Hashim had their highest status in Arab society. In Mecca, within the Quraysh also. And so, we see that the Prophet ﷺ lived in Mecca for 13 years, but throughout that time, they couldn't kill him. Even though they desperately wanted to, but they couldn't. Allah protected His prophets in this way. Allah protected Musa salam similarly. And Allah protects His believing servants in similar ways. 
Now we see over here the justification that Fir'aun is giving. Why does he want to kill Musa a.s.? He says, I'm afraid that he's going to change your religion or I'm afraid that he's going to spread a lot of corruption in the land. Hmm? Musa a.s., the prophets of Allah, they were sent in order to promote peace or violence? Peace. They were sent as reformers, not as corruptors. They were sent to do islah, not to spread fasad. But we see here that Fir'aun is accusing Musa salam of spreading fasad. Because near deniers, islah is fasad and fasad is islah. As we learn in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 11, وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ لَا تُفْسِدُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ قَالُوا إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ مُصْلِحُونَ They're told, stop spreading corruption in the land. They say, no, no, we're not spreading any corruption. We're actually promoting a lot of peace. That's what we're doing. وَقَالَ مُوسَى And Musa السلام, said, when Fir'aun is so angry, he wants to kill Musa السلام, and he's bringing this up amongst his closest people and he's discussing it and he wants their approval. Musa السلام, what did he say? He said, Inni عُذْتُ Indeed, I have sought refuge. Birabbi in my Rabb. My protector. وَرَبِّكُمْ And also your Rabb, the one who has power over you. I am seeking refuge in my protector, my Lord, and your Lord, the one who also has power over you. Min against كُلِّ متكبر, Every arrogant person who لا يؤمنوا, who does not believe بِيَوْمِ الْحِسَابِ In the day of account. I have sought the refuge of Allah against every arrogant person who does not believe in the day of account. Fir'aun is described over here as mutakabbir. Who is mutakabbir? One who's too proud to accept the truth. And in his pride, he is rebellious and oppressive. Was Fir'aun behaving in that way? Definitely. So proud he was, so arrogant he was, that he had justified the killing of the sons of Bani Israel. لا يؤمن بيوم الحساب He does not believe in the day of account. Because if a person believes in account, that I will be questioned about my deeds, then he will use reason. He will use his mind. Arrogance is something that makes a person irrational. Arrogance is something that makes a person blind to the reality of his deeds or his words. He doesn't see what he's actually doing. Like for example, when a person is arrogant towards their, let's say, relative, for instance, their parent, right? Or a certain relative, a woman is like that with her husband, for instance, or a husband is like that with his wife, extremely arrogant, then what happens when one of them is upset or angry? What kind of words does a person utter? Are they justified? No. What kind of threats does a person give? Are they justified? What kind of accusations does a person hurl at another? Are they justified? No. It's as if at that time a person has to be told, do you listen to yourself? Do you even hear yourself? Do you realize what you're saying? Do you realize what you're doing? Because arrogance blinds a person. He becomes completely irrational. And such an irrational 
blind hater, how do you protect yourself from him? Through logic and argument? Through discussion? No, it's not going to work. Because he's too arrogant to even lend an ear, to listen to what you have to say. So then, what option do you have? The only option you have is to give yourself in the protection of Allah. This is the response to blind hate. When someone hates you for the sake of hating you, they have no idea about who you are, what you are, but they just hate you. What should you do? Inni uztu bi Rabbi wa Rabbikum min kulli mutakabirin la yu'minu bi yawmil hisab. This is a very, very important dua. A very important dua. That anyone you find is being very unfair to you because of, let's say, the fact that you're a Muslim or the fact that you're a woman or the fact that you are of a certain race because of your color, whatever it may be. You feel that somebody is being unfair to you and they're down to harm you. This is what you do. You give yourself in the protection of Allah. When there is a threat to your deen, your life, your honor, your property, your family, then you say this with full faith. إِنِّي عُزْتُ بِرَبِّي وَرَبِّكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ مُتَكَبِّرٍ لَا يُؤْمِنُ بِيَوْمِ الْحِسَابِ So what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered the prayer of Musa alayhi salam. And Allah indeed protected him from the plot of Fir'aun. What did Fir'aun want to do? He wanted to kill Musa alayhi salam. And we see that Fir'aun, he challenged Musa alayhi salam that فَلْيَدْعُ رَبَّهِ Right? He should call upon his Lord. And Musa alayhi salam did exactly that. He made dua to Allah. So how did Allah protect Musa alayhi salam? وَقَالَ رَجُلٌ وَقَالَ And he said, Who said? رَجُلٌ A man. Which man? مُؤْمِنٌ A believer. A believing man spoke up. Who was this believing man? He was min ali Fir'aun. He was from the family of Fir'aun. Min ali Fir'aun, what does it show? He was not from the Bani Israel. But he was from the relatives of Fir'aun. It is said that this man was actually a paternal cousin to Fir'aun. And not just his cousin, but also the heir to the throne. Meaning if Fir'aun were to die, who would take his throne? It was this man. Why? Because Fir'aun had no children of his own. He had no children. So he had no heir to his throne. So therefore the kingship would go to who? His closest heir. And his closest heir was this paternal cousin of his. But this paternal cousin, what happened? He actually believed in Musa alayhi salam. So, وَقَالَ رَجُلٌ مُؤْمِنٌ مِنْ آلِ فِرْعَوْنَ But this man, this believing man, so far, he had been يَكْتُمُ He was hiding. إِمَانَهُ His iman. يَكْتُمُ katama. What does katama mean? To conceal. Up until this point, this man had been concealing his iman. Why do you think he was concealing his iman? Why was he hiding it? Out of fear of Fir'aun's persecution. Because remember that Fir'aun had said, kill the children of who? الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ He didn't say of Bani Israel. He said, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَهُ This was religious persecution. This was now a step further. Hating somebody, not because of their race, but hating somebody because of their faith, because of their religion. 
So even if someone was from the family of Fir'aun, if he believed in Musa a.s., his end would be the same as that of the Bani Israel. So this man had been hiding his faith so far because it was dangerous to reveal it. But this man, at this point, he revealed his faith. Why did he reveal his faith? In order to protect Musa a.s. Because somebody had to defend Musa a.s. Somebody had to be the voice of reason over there. And this believing man happened to be in that gathering where Fir'aun was discussing the murder of Musa a.s. So this man, he couldn't hide his faith anymore. Now he revealed it and he defended Musa a.s. How did he defend him? He said, أَتَقْتُلُونَ Would you kill رَجُلًا a man on that يَقُولَ He says, رَبِّي Allah, My Lord is Allah. Would you kill a man merely because he says, My Lord is Allah? Is that really a crime? How is that a crime? Why would you kill Musa? What justification do you have for killing Musa? What crime did he commit? All he's saying is, Rabbi Allah. وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ And in fact, he has come to you بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ With the clear proofs مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ From your Lord. So firstly, he's just saying that my Lord is Allah. And secondly, he has brought you some clear proofs. وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ What were the clear proofs? that Musa a.s. had brought. It was the miracles. Remember Fir'aun demanded from Musa a.s., okay, show me some miracles. And Musa a.s. showed. And then Fir'aun accused him of magic. And then he said, if you perform this magic, we can also show you magic. And then he called all the magicians. Remember? He called all the magicians. And Musa a.s. defeated all the magicians. All the magicians believed in Musa a.s. All those magicians were killed by Fir'aun. Meaning the proofs were established. The truth of Musa a.s. was established. So this man is saying, وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ How could you deny him? وَإِن and if يَكُوا he is كَاذِبًا a liar. If he is a liar, فَعَلَيْهِ Then on him, meaning against him, is كَذِبُهُ his lie. If Musa a.s. is lying, then you don't need to worry about it. You don't need to turn violent. You don't need to kill him. Because you know what? Liars never succeed. If he's lying, he is going to suffer the consequences of his lying sooner or later. So you don't need to bother, you know, destroying your image, your reputation by killing someone. in and if Yakuhi is, meaning Musa a.s. is sadiqan, truthful. If he is truthful, then what will happen? Yusibukum, it will reach you. What will reach you? بَعْضُ Some of الَّذِي That which يَعِدُكُمْ He threatens you with. Meaning, Musa has warned you. If you don't believe, then there are consequences. Right? So if you deny him and he happens to be truthful, then who's at a loss? You are at a loss. إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَهْدِي Indeed, Allah does not guide. مَنْ who هُوَ He is مُسْرِف مُسْرِف Who is مُسْرِف? An extravagant person, transgressor, the one who exceeds the proper bounds. And kathab, an extreme liar. Allah does not guide such people. We see over here that this man is very sincerely advising Fir'aun and his people that do not commit israf in your action against him. 
you don't need to exceed the bounds of decency in taking action against Musa. Why? Because if he's lying, then you don't need to worry. And if he's truthful, then you're in trouble. Right? So why should you commit israf in taking action against him? And if he's a kathab, then really you don't need to worry about him. Now in defending Musa salam, what was he doing? He was revealing his faith in Musa salam. He was putting his life in danger. And we see that a similar story is found in the seerah of the Prophet wasallam also. We learn for example, there is a hadith in Bukhari, that one of the companions was asked that what was the worst thing the mushrikeen did to the Prophet ﷺ? The worst thing that the mushrikeen did. And he said that once the Prophet ﷺ was praying in the courtyard of the Kaaba, near the Kaaba, he was praying there. And Uqba bin Abi Mu'id came and grabbed the shoulder of the Prophet ﷺ and started twisting his garment so the shawl that the Prophet ﷺ had around himself on his shoulders, wrapping him, he grabbed that shawl and he started twisting it. And on the one hand, he was holding his shoulder. And so with the garment, he was strangling the Prophet ﷺ. At this time, Abu Bakr anhu came and he grabbed the shoulder of Uqbah. And he pushed him away from the Prophet ﷺ and he said, أَتَقْتُلُونَ رَجُلًا أَنْ يَقُولَ رَبِّيَ اللَّهِ How dare you kill a man who simply says that my Lord is Allah? وَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ بِالْبَيِّنَاتِ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ While he has brought you clear proofs from your Lord, why would you do that? And we see that at such occasions, when people came to defend the Prophet ﷺ, or when people recited the Qur'an publicly, even Abu Bakr anhu was beaten. He was beaten by his own people. Beaten to almost the point of death. So much so that he was unconscious for a long time. And then when he gained consciousness, the first thing he asked was, where is the Prophet ﷺ? How is he? Where is he? His family thought Abu Bakr who was going to die. But what was his concern? How is the Prophet ﷺ? 